0: Welcome to the family with Andy Brent Bernard. It is Andy and me. I don't see anybody else in the studio. We got to call Tevin Pittman. I don't think Tevin knew. I should have called Tevin. Oh, yeah. Tevin, get in here. You heard me. In any case, we'll be right back kick things off with the family. There's nobody in there. Nobody's working. It's all true. Uh, In any case, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. VP pick illustrates Democrats' big 2020 question. Politico, should Democrats focus on white working class voters or push for minority vote? Why do we have to separate them? Why can't it just be go for votes? How about that? You have to focus on every single skin color differently? Yep. I mean, what is that? Are we even trying to to get this thing, this whole thing straightened out with the differences in treatment of people based on skin color. We're we, are we never going to get past that. No, we're not. It's just sad. Not ever. Not ever. Too much involved, I guess. For those still keeping track, chalk up another state victory for Joe Biden. The presumptive nominee won Wyoming's mail-in Democratic Party. The party said Sunday Biden got 72% of the vote. To Bernie Sanders, 28%, giving him 10 of the state's pledged delegates. To Sanders, four, reports the Washington Post. The state typically holds a caucus, but it switched to an all male primary this year because of the coronavirus related. Has anybody in Wyoming died of the coronavirus? I don't think so. Have they? Good question. I don't think so. <clears throat> Let's see. I'm almost here. certain.
1: I mean, I'm sure there's been like a couple that died?
0: No. <clears throat> I don't know, maybe. Uh, two deaths. Two deaths in Wyoming. Yes. So get the mail-in vote. Uh, the next guest on Biden's Here's the Deal podcast is Senator Amy Klobuchar, seen as a leading candidate to be Biden's running mate. I don't see that happening at all. Do you see that happening? No. She, and Look, it's not. I don't know her, so I'm not criticizing her, but there's no upside to picking Amy Klobuchar. If you do need help with the black vote, she's sure as hell not going to help you with that. Right? I don't know. Uh, seen as a leading candidate to be Biden's running mate, reports Axios, the 20-minute episode is now available. They don't talk about a potential 2020 ticket, but hit a wide range of other topics, including Klobuchar's life before politics and her husband's diagnosis with COVID-19. Over the weekend, Klobuchar declined to answer whether she would accept the VP offer, but made a point to praise Biden as a great vice president. Mm. Gee, I wonder why you would... Suck up to him if you didn't want anything to do with it. Uh, I don't know. It's. We'll see. I I just, you know, Amy Klobuchar, Minnesota's own Amy Klobuchar, but I just don't understand. I don't see that as a match. I really don't. That's just me, though. Uh, We did learn something very, very lucky that I ran across this because John Daly, a professional golfer, uh, John now, I think, doesn't play on the tour because he has to ride in a cart all the time, I think. Or maybe they do let him in riding a cart now, I don't know. Uh, because there's no golf going on right now anyway. But John Daly said he wanted to tell people they can really, really help him with your coronavirus. Uh, if you have COVID nineteen, he has the cure. And John Daly says the cure for coronavirus COVID nineteen is vodka. Hmm. Probably not. You don't see that as happening? That's not I gonna don't. be part of the deal. Uh, John Daly claims to have found a cure for COVID-19 in a tongue-in-cheek video posted recently that appears to be meant for members of the Trump Golf Organization. I don't know what that means. Uh, But in any case, in a video uploaded on April 9th to the Trump Organization YouTube webpage, Daly recorded a run-of-the-mill morale-boosting video from his home office before suggesting that drinking a bottle of vodka each day would help to kill the coronavirus. A bottle Uh, of vodka a day? A day, yes. That's a lot. Yeah. A lot of vodka. No Mm. question about it. Daly began by saying he hoped everyone was being safe and healthy. Hopefully we'll get over this uh, uh, thing pretty soon and we'll be back out playing a lot more golf and everybody will go back to work, he said. I kind of got a cure for this, he said. I only drink one drink a day. It just happens to be a bottle of good old Belvedere. Just drink one of these a day, you know, sippy sippy on a McDonald's Diet Coke, wash it down pretty good, never a hangover. And that's the way you kill this virus, I believe. But you all be safe, take care, and hopefully we'll get back to the things we do best pretty soon. Daily 53 has uh, struggled with health problems over the past few seasons, but he managed to compete in all five PGA Tour Champions events so far in 2020, making every cut and posting a season-best tie for ninth finish at the Kologard. the Collegard Classic. They're doing colon testing equipment and sponsoring a tournament for old people? Mm. Oh. <laughs> well, they know their audience, I suppose. I suppose it's true. I guess that is their audience. Although I don't know, I'm I'm sorry. I am not going to poop in a box and send it in. No. It's not going to happen. I have I have now three friends that have done that and it came back with a positive uh, diagnosis, which they later found was not true in any of the three of them. Oh, that's so not the fact, hard. yeah, that's not good. If you can't get it done, well, you know one of them. As a matter of fact, mm. uh, yeah, got a positive result that he that he did have colon cancer, and it turns out he didn't. Wow. None of the three of them did. So I'm good with the pooping in a box thing. I, I'm you, you guys can do that if you want. It's your business. The Champions 2 has seen uh, seven events canceled so far as a result of the coronavirus pandemic, including the KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship and the U.S. Senior Open. Two other events have been rescheduled for September. Uh, the over-50 circuit is slated to return to action on July 9th at the Bridgestone Senior Player uh, Championship at Firestone Country Club in Akron, Ohio. So I'm sure that Mr. John Daly will have his bottle of vodka there. And Do you think he's going to live a long life? <clears throat> Who? John but, uh, Daly. John
1: Daly. I don't really know anything about John Daly. Uh, the golfer. He's uh, Aside from that he drinks a bottle of vodka a day, apparently. Well, that's true. Which, if that's true, then
0: probably not. Yeah, I don't... Uh, <clears throat> he's having his fun. He's always had his fun. Uh, we had him on the show a couple of times. He seemed like a very decent guy. He doesn't, you know, he dances to a different tune, I guess, that's mm. the best way to put it. He's not a whole lot like you and me, but, you know. So it all works out in the end. I, I guess we'll have to see what the situation is. But, uh, John, like I said, he's a nice enough guy. He whatever yeah. I was looking at the news uh news headlines for for today for this morning late morning almost afternoon now at this point uh you got Zuckerberg we have new superpower in COVID-19 fight which means nothing I looked at it that's nothing there um young daughter of first responders dies of COVID emails contain another accusation against Lori Vallow who's Lori Vallow Blue Ivy's DIY experiment is a handwritten washing piece. Is there any news in the news anymore? I mean, it seems to me, I suppose it depends on which site you go to, but it just seems to me that, I don't know. It Lori just,
1: Vallow is a mom of two missing kids who
0: is in prison. Oh, it's that one with the two missing kids, and she says they're in safe, Idaho. but they can't find them or something? Yes. Or she won't tell them where they are? Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. That whole thing gets a little, little shaky, if you ask me. You well, know what for, I mean? apparently they're in a doomsday cult, so I don't know. Oh, they are? Her, she and her husband are in a doomsday cult? Yes. And what is that? What actually is a doomsday cult? Because I really don't know much about them. Well, there are many, many of them. Oh, there are? Yes. So what's, what, what's causing our doom?
1: Uh, let's see if I can find out what this particular one is. But, you know, it could be anything. God coming back, Satan coming back. Oh, you okay. You atomic war, disease. There's all sorts of things.
0: I suppose that's true. Well, if you find anything, let me know. Piers Morgan called Victoria Beckham a pampered prima donna for furloughing her staff instead of paying their wages herself. Uh, Apparently, here's the deal. Uh, Piers Morgan slammed Victoria Beckham for taking advantage of the British government's uh, job retention scheme to furlough her workers under the scheme the government pays for 80% of staff wages during the coronavirus pandemic. Sorry, this furlough scheme was not for prima donna multimillionaires like you, Morgan said, arguing that the former Spice Girl should be paying her staff out of her own pocket. You, the taxpayer, are going to be funding a loss-making vanity project, he added, referencing Beckham's fashion brand, Lack of Profitability. Beckham is, however, reportedly making uh, up the last 20% of her staff's wages herself for going her own salary and donating 20% of online sales to food banks. Well, they don't have any sales. No. So how are you going to donate 20% of nothing? Well, I think that's the
1: idea is they can look charitable without actually having to do anything. But here's
0: what I understand: her average worker makes twenty-seven thousand dollars a year, you know, in American money. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is in England, of course. But twenty-seven grand a year. Uh, yeah, I. Well, she, Victoria Beckham Limited, reported a loss of twelve point three million dollars for 2018. Has failed to make a profit since it launched 2008. So it's never made money. But she's given twenty percent of the profits to her workers. Mm. There aren't any profits to give to the workers, so she furloughed twenty-five people who have worked for her self-titled design fashion label. Uh, a spokesperson for her brand confirmed to the Daily Mail that staff will be furloughed for two months. So far, um, here's the problem that Piers Morgan has with uh, with her is the fact that she furloughed her workers, uh, and she's worth three hundred and twenty million dollars. Wow. So you could. Pretty good. You could help out the folks if you wanted to. Uh, but I don't know. It, it, well, like I said, we we're talking on, on, the, on the KQ morning show this morning that uh, there's, there's a company, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, they asked for government relief, for government help. The company's worth $1.4 trillion. They have $1. Wow. $1. $1.4 trillion, $1.5 trillion in assets, and they were asking the taxpayer to pick up the tab for them. Hmm. I, I just – is there any point you get to, to, to a point somehow, some way, where you just go, I, I can't do this to the people. I just – I would feel really terrible about doing this to the taxpayers. Or do people just never get there? I don't think so. I guess not. I guess these don't ever get there, and that's just how it is. Uh, I don't know. It's whatever, whatever works. Then you got, uh, Celine Dion, Andrea Bocelli, um, Lady Gaga and Lang Lang perform the prayer one world together at home. Oh, is that when she was that before or after she called the leader of the WHO a superstar? Mm. The very guy that helped cover up the the COVID-19, uh release in Wuhan, China. There, there are still people on NBC that do not believe it's true. That There are people that work for NBC that will not believe that it came from China. That's true. Why do they not want to believe it?
1: I don't know, because it doesn't make America look bad then. Well, and that's the whole deal.
0: Yeah, I mean, CNN and, 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 and NBC, why they want America to look bad, I just don't get it. I don't understand. Look, I understand that you you're trying to bring attention to yourself because your your news outfits are failing miserably. But you're not you're making a huge mistake here. I really think you're making a huge mistake. Right? Yeah. I don't need, I, I'm trying not to beat on any, you know, news sites or national news is really boring though. They all sit there on the national news with these, you know, morose, sad faces on and, uh, I hate to have to report this news to you, but everybody who doesn't agree with me is just a horrible human being. Like, settle down. You get it. Because mm. I do not. I don't understand it at all. Why? Boy, there's not a whole hell of a lot in the news this morning, is there? No? Uh, no. I mean, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga, That's Lady right. Gaga. There are three stories about Lady Gaga right in a row. What the hell is that? Oh, wait a minute. There's one story that's not about her. There are two stories not about her. There's one about Madonna and one about Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. Is there a decent national news site? <clears throat> Maybe listeners could help us with it. Not that I know of. I mean, I, I, I'm trying to find a national news site because the one we're using, Newser, or the one I was using, I should say, is called Newser. If you accidentally click on the wrong story... You will get hammered. What was that that happened last week, Andy?
1: It's just a hijacked your browser kind of thing until you put in your social security
0: number or whatever. They hijack your browser. So this company, when newser sells them space, do they know that's what they're doing? That's a good
1: question. I mean, I how could they how not they know? They couldn't, yeah, because they're the ones adding it, but maybe they're just so incompetent that they don't even check. They just put it on
0: and there you go. So, I mean, literally, if it weren't for Andy shutting it down, I probably, well, I was never going to put my Social Security number in there anyway. That was not going to happen. You just wouldn't have been able to use Internet Explorer anymore. Not at all. Well, I can't use it all anymore. I just deleted it anyway. Yeah. But that that's not Internet Explorer, uh, the
1: Explorer's fault, is it? I mean, <coughs> the fact that there's no way to close the tab is kind of its fault. Well, that's true. That's no, a very, very good. In other thing. browsers, usually there's a way to uh, close renegade tabs like that, but
0: not an edge. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand why you'd want to do business with people who do that to your your customers. The people who go to the news or website, why would you want to do that to them? And even if you don't know they're doing it, how is it that you don't know they're doing it? They're on your site. Yeah. yeah did you do any work? I mean, what are you doing? Right? Yeah. Okay, this line doesn't make any sense. Kanye West says he will vote in 2020, and then there's a quote, and we know who I'm voting on. Voting on. What the hell does he mean, who I'm voting on? Mm, I think he Did means he, for. He means for, and he said on? I think so. What? I don't really, I don't understand. Oh, geez, we've got to get moving here. We'll be yeah. right back, a couple of seconds with the family. in 2020 and let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic.
1: LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential.
0: So Andy, let me ask you a question. What is it with all these shooting rampages? Now, there's one in Nova Scotia that killed 16 people. What the hell's going on in Nova Scotia that you'd want to kill 16 people? Not a whole lot. 16 people were dead after a shooting rampage in a rural part of the Canadian province of Nova Scotia. And a suspect was killed, apparently, in the confrontation, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shooting spree ranks as the deadliest in modern Canadian history. The death toll in Nova Scotia of Sunday night, as of Sunday night, surpassed the murder of 14 women in a Montreal engineering school but that was uh what 31 years ago so i don't know i mean it's well, i mean Jesus. one every
1: 31 years is actually not too bad well yeah but i mean
0: i don't why why did would somebody go off the deep end and uh i don't get it i just don't understand why this would be happening <clears throat> um all right well here we go Police responding to calls Saturday night in Colchester County, about 500 miles northeast of Portland, Maine, found casualties inside and outside a home, as well as a number of houses on fire. People were killed over a 30-mile stretch, in the province police said, we don't have a final count on the death toll. Superintendent Chris Leather, head of the RCMP's Criminal Investigations Unit in Nova Scotia, said a Sunday afternoon press conference, it will certainly be more than 10, how much more I do not know. He said at least two people had been injured. On Sunday evening, a spokesperson for the RCMP in Ottawa said the death toll rose to 16, not including the suspect. The RCMP identified the suspect as Gabriel Wartman, a 51-year-old man who operated a denture clinic in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. Mm. They have him listed as a denturist. I've never heard of a denturist.
1: Well,
0: I guess. <clears throat> I gotta guess. he got to make dentures. RCMP Commissioner Brenda Lucky told Canadian Broadcasting Corporation she believed there was an initial motivation to the suspect's shooting spree, and then I think it turned to randomness. We are going to have to do a lot of work to find the motivation. The Weekend Rampage ranks among the worst crime sprees in Canada. In April 2018, a man plowed a rental van into people walking along a Toronto thoroughfare, killing 10 and injuring others. 2017, a gunman opened fire at a mosque in Quebec City, killing six men while they were praying. But on, why would this guy, does, it doesn't really say why he went on the shooting rampage. So at the, as of this point, you know, usually, don't they just check and see if the guy's got a website or something?
1: Yeah, social media tends to. You know, shed a lot of light on that. but Yeah, I suppose. I have a feeling this guy wasn't uh, big on the social media. Yeah,
0: well, I would have to agree with you on that one. I, I just, I don't know. It, <clears throat> what is happening? In there? Are people just popping a bolt?
1: Um, I, I mean, really, if you don't just focus on the news and you look at the statistics, the uh, amount of people doing this is actually extremely small. Oh well, yeah, I mean, you it just is clear about cruel. all of them because the news it's bombastic and it catches people's attention. Uh,
0: do they only cover certain stories? I know you. I think Andy it was you who told me a long time ago that as far as the uh, as far as you know uh, religious figures uh, forcing sexual relations on young congregants. Yeah, you said it happens on pretty much an equal level across all churches.
1: Um. Well. The statistic I know for sure is that it happens less in the Catholic Church than it does in the general population.
0: So why did they single out the Catholic Church? And I'm not saying, hey, look, I'm not defending the Catholic Church in any way, shape, or (coughs) form. Don't get me wrong. But why the Catholic Church being singled out then? Propaganda. Again, about what? People think that
1: the Catholic Church has all these, like, just a blight of pedophiles in it, which makes them less likely to support the catholic church and christianity as a whole so it's just what christian wants well yeah anything the media can do to shit all over
0: christianity it'll do but i don't what so what's that based on so you praise other religions matter of fact other religions that kill people for certain beliefs they praise them and look i'm not a religious guy so i was raised catholic but i'm you know i'm not a very religious guy what is it about christianity that bothers them so much
1: if I, if I had to guess, I would say it's the fact that it's mostly a white thing, and white people don't fight back. That's They want to bully someone, and white people don't
0: fight back. But why don't is. they fight back? I don't get that. I honestly don't know. Because to tell you the truth, Andy, that's that's one thing that, about me that pisses off a lot of white people is I actually do fight back, and it makes them very unhappy. Yeah. What, what is that? I really couldn't tell you. I mean, was this a European thing or is this
1: a specific American thing? I think it's our lives have been so good for so long that
0: we've forgotten how to react to danger, basically. Yeah, maybe. You might be right about it. Well, but again, that really has nothing much to do with us. It has to do with previous generations. Uh, you know, obviously, have been, there's been great success in pretty much every other continent in the world, hasn't there? More or less, yeah. More or less. So I don't understand what the hell the difference is. I don't know. No, neither. I got no shot. I got no idea what the hell the deal is. Um, hedge funder uh, Barry Ro- Rosenstein uh, is selling one of his houses. Oh, he, he, I'm sorry. He already sold it, so you don't have a chance to buy it. This is, uh, again, one of his Hamptons homes. Oh, my God. Of he j- just sold it for $37 million, so, you mm-hmm. know. What is – that? explain hedge funds to me, Andy.
1: I <clears throat> actually don't really know what they are.
0: I don't either. I have no idea what the hell I a hedge fund is. I've never really
1: figured out what a hedge fund is. Um, it's basically a high-risk investment partnership. But why does it always work out well? I don't think it does. But does when it mean? works out – when it does work out, you get very, very rich. But when it doesn't work out, you uh, – go broke and you owe a lot of people a lot of money. So you don't really hear those, though? I mean, no, you don't, you don't hear, hear those about stories. those people. Why not? I don't know. I mean, why would they report on, guy owes a lot of money to some gangsters, you know?
0: Well, but I think people get the impression that all hedge funds make a <laughs> lot of money and they never fail. Because I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't have known that a lot of hedge funds fail. Yeah. I assumed there'd be some, but I, I would not know for sure. So I don't really understand why they cover it the way they do. It makes no sense to me. You know, it just doesn't make any sense to me about the whole deal. But apparently you can sell just one of your houses in the Hamptons for $37 million, so you're doing pretty well. Yeah, he's and doing the, pretty well. The fact that you found somebody to spend $37 million on a house is very impressive, you know. I don't know what to tell you. That's that's the whole situation. I um, there is it because it's Monday? There's not a whole hell of a lot of news in the news this morning. Well, no one's doing anything. Because so everybody's just sitting at home, and that's why there's nothing in the news. Yeah, I think so. God, that's pretty. That's just bizarre. Because I mean, literally, it's it's pretty much silly Hollywood celebrity news. That's that's big now. Uh, 114 new Minnesota COVID cases, nine more deaths uh, as of yesterday. This marks the sixth consecutive day when a hundred or more confirmed cases were reported by state health officials. Uh, Nobles County. Home to the uh, JBS pork processing plant has 16 new cases. Why would a pork processing plant uh, be nailed like that? Mm. Random chance. Just a random chance. Yep. I. I, um, I, guess I, I think Minnesota is doing a great job. Governor Walls. Even Donald Trump said he got a very nice call from from Tim Walls which is impressive. You got a democrat and a republican trying to work together. Uh hopefully they'll they're able to do it. But at least they're trying instead of sitting around going, "Oh, you don't agree with me politically, well then I hate you." Maybe we could all learn from that, do you think? Yeah. I mean, it would be really, really nice, I would think in any case. Uh I don't know. It's it's uh Jesus! New York City won't allow public events in June at all, all the way through June. So you got to get May and June uh, out of the way now. Uh, They're they're making a lot of really weird calls right now. Tavern League of Wisconsin is calling on Governor Tony Evers to allow bars and restaurants to reopen on May first. Well, that's what nine days away was today, the twentieth. Yeah, well, so it's Mm -hmm. uh, eleven days away actually. So another week and a half. You think that's going to happen? It could. Well, do you think they should have closed him in the first place? Mm, Probably not. Because they're saying right now that this is nowhere near as severe as they thought it was going to be. No, it's not. It's, I mean,
1: let's see here. Uh, What percentage of people have it in the U.S.? Because it's a very, very low amount. It's like,
0: what, 1%? But they're going to blame that on testing. They say, well, it's because we don't have enough testing, which I understand from a lot lot of pros in the industry is not true, that we do have enough testing. I would say we probably do, yeah. Yeah. Ah, that's what I've been told by people in the know anyway. No, it's like, no, we do definitely have enough testing because you you do samples. All of those things are based on percentages anyway, aren't they? Yeah. We test 100 people, so we just, you know, basically put those numbers at 320 or 350 million or whatever number they use, and that's the number they use. They don't test that many people. They don't test all 350 million. No. That would be impossible. It would be
1: impossible, so I don't know what they mean by that. That's one out of 500, or 0.2%, people have it in the U.S. 0.2%. Yep. So odds are, for the average person, I think, let's see, how many people does the average person know? Because I have a feeling (laughs) that average American would know about one person who has it. And by know, I mean have met it on a first-name basis. Uh, that happened to me. I know
0: one person who's had it. Well, there you go. And he recovered from it. He was in ICU, though. He's a friend of mine from Boston, Massachusetts. That's no good. And uh, he he was in ICU for like two weeks, as a matter of fact. He was not on a ventilator, uh, from what I understand. But is it true that eighty? I think 88% of people on ventilators are going to die anyway?
1: I don't know about the percentage, but I do know that if you're on a ventilator, it's not good. You know, They only no, put you on a no. ventilator if your lungs are, have already failed, and yeah. lungs tend not to come back from
0: failure, but they can. Yeah, I, I guess it can happen, like I said, in about 12% of the cases, but I, I just – I don't understand why – why, so why did the ventilator thing become such a big, big uh, problem for America?
1: I think that might have
0: been overblown. So that was overblown too? I think so. What is the upside of overblowing something like that, just to make uh, certain people look bad? Well, consider how
1: many people are glued to their televisions, letting the news tell them exactly when it's safe
0: to stop panicking. Isn't that sad that you'd believe news people? They lie to you on a daily basis. Why would you believe them? Uh,
1: People who are afraid will believe anyone who claims to uh, have a
0: solution. I guess. I guess that's true. For the last 15 months, I have waited in vain for Representative Ilan Omar to, by I, I mean the person who wrote this article. I did not write this article. Uh wait in vain for Representative Ilhan Omar to rise to the occasion of prioritizing the needs of the 5th Congressional District, above many of her distractions, which have garnered national headlines and attention. As a resident of the 5th, an attorney and longtime advocate for equity and justice, I see every day the lingering effects of benign neglect upon our community, as well as a desire for real change and access to opportunity. As I read Anton Melton Moe's opinion piece, here's why I'm challenging Representative Ilan Omar on April 7th. I couldn't help but feel excited about the possibility of new leadership that will put our needs first and will be self-disciplined in using powerful platform and political capital to improve the quality of life for all of us. Multiple reasons have influenced my decision to support Melton Moe. It's M-E-A-U-X. Would that be Moj or Mo? Uh if he's French, Mo. Just Mo. Yes. Probably is. Uh, Over Omar in the upcoming primary election, first, my professional experience working with Melton Moe as a mediator on civil rights cases has given me uh, insight into his character, integrity, problem-solving skills, and ability to resolve conflict. Second, my personal experience with Melton Moe has shown me that he is thoughtful, highly intelligent, humble, incredibly hardworking, and approachable. So do you think that she's pretty much baked? I heard from a lot of people she's got no shot at coming back. She just completely... Oh, it's Nakima Levy Armstrong. She, uh, Nakima, Nakima Levy. Wouldn't she? She was a professor at Saint Thomas. I think when you were there, wasn't
1: she? Nakima Levy Armstrong.
0: Uh, Nakima, Nakima, Levy Pounds was her name at the time. I oh, believe.
1: Yeah. Oh, I yeah. She was an associate professor of law at the University of Saint Thomas. <clears throat> Is that the same person, Nakima Levy
0: Armstrong, and Nakita yes. Levy? They are the same person. They are the same person. I thought so. I, inter- I interviewed uh, Nakima one time face-to-face, and I asked her a question at the very end. She got really pissed off at me. It's like, what are you mad at me for asking the question? Wow. I'm just asking you a question. What are you getting mad at me for? Nakima gets a little wound up. I do know that. Just a little wound up. But uh, when you got people like Nakima Levy-Pounds or Nakima Levy-Armstrong now not supporting you, I would say Elon Omar has got very little chance of being reelected. Wow. I don't know. We'll We'll see. I guess people are going to vote for whomever they're going to vote for, right? Yeah. I don't know. Most people will vote for whoever says the right thing at the right time. I guess that's true. Boy, I tell you one thing. You look in the local newspapers, they have a very hard time, I mean a really hard time, not making everything about race in these newspapers. We have a very low population of people of color in this state, and that's all they want to talk about in the news is race. Why is that? Because it works. I guess. I guess that's true. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry Is this Queen or is it Vanilla Ice? It's Queen. I can't really tell. President Trump is a well-known fan of Fox News, but on Sunday his words for the network weren't laudatory ones. Nervous Nancy is an inherently dumb person, he tweeted. Referring to Nancy Pelosi's interview with Chris Wallace on Fox News Sunday, she wasted all of her time on the impeachment hoax. She will be overthrown either by Inside or Outside. Just like her last time as speaker, Wallace and at Fox News are on a bad path. Watch, it was Pelosi's first time on Fox since 2017, The Hill reports. During the appearance, she gave Trump a grade of F on coronavirus testing. Who cares what grade she gives? What do you know about it? It That'd be like me giving him an F. What the hell do I know about coronavirus testing? Um, One thing I will tell you, and I have a bet with a friend of mine that was made about a month ago. Chris Wallace is trying his hardest to get on MSNBC, NBC, or probably—he'd love to go work for CBS because that's where his father worked. His father was on 60 Minutes, so I, I think maybe that's where Chris Wallace wants to end up is on on CBS. I mean, I don't mind him. He does, he does good interviews. I don't think he's a superstar at it or whatever, but he does pretty good interviews, so I don't know. We'll see what the situation is, but— that was a big get for him to get Nancy Pelosi to come on Fox. She had to feel very, very safe, I would imagine, which, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I don't really have an opinion about that. I All these politicians that are experts on everything. So you're an expert on testing, are you? I really don't think you are, but, you know, um, oh, God. All right, i got to – see, I can't click on anything on this page because if I click on any mixed media story, I could end up right back to where I was. Yeah. I just – it's really a bitch to find find news. Uh, When you – the problem we have, ladies and gentlemen, is there are tons of national news sites to go to, but they're not very good at all at delivering news that you'd actually care to hear about. I mean, Mm -hmm. do you find that to be the same situation? I don't even try anymore. Yeah, I mean you can't even try anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm. I mean, most of this stuff is just worthless, and it's all you know, opinion and all that great stuff. I guess, and, uh, whatever, whatever the deal is. Lawmakers and White House are close to a deal on small business, which is really, really good news. I hope that it is true. Lawmakers in the Trump administration were closing in on more than four hundred fifty billion dollar agreement. That would replenish a program for small businesses battered by the coronavirus-related shutdowns aiming to end a weeks-long impasse over the popular loan program. I don't really understand why we're even at an impasse at all. That makes no sense to me other than to serve your own political purposes. And I'm talking about both the Republicans and the Democrats here. You know, you got to get your head out of your political ass and serve the people. This is a nice touch, though. Shake Shack to return $10 million coronavirus stimulus loan. The burger chain said it will return the loan it received from the federal government's small business rescue effort after being able to raise additional capital from stock investors. Mm -hmm. So see, now that's what people should be doing. Uh, Denny Myers does a great job. His restaurants all do very, very well. And when he had a chance to say, hey, you know what, we don't need the $10 million. you can give it to somebody else, I think it's terrific. Don't you? Yeah, that's pretty good. I don't know, I, I just think it's the whole thing, now, that's the kind of stuff we were talking about this morning on this morning's show, is trying to be more positive. And I, I wasn't digging around for stories, but I, I would look at stories, and if it's just, if it's obvious there's a political opinion, I just skip right over the story. I just have – I don't have any interest in what the Democrats want to do or the Republicans want to do. I'm interested in what the American people can look forward to them all doing. That's what I'd like to take yeah. a look at. That would make complete sense to me, but I don't know. I mean, look at some of the headlines. United Airlines warns of $2.1 billion coronavirus-related loss. I mean, that's, if that's true, that's – how are they going to recover from that? Yeah. <clears throat> you know? I just don't know. They're, they're never going to be able to recover from something like that, and that's all there is to it. Uh, yeah, they're, man, I tell you what, it must be a Monday because the news is, it's just what I'm trying to do as I'm looking at stories is avoid these stories that are extremely negative or that are flat-out lies. Um, why is that? do you think, Andy, that, that these, I don't know, media people – these writers, why do they get away with being able to flat-out lie to people? Because the Supreme Court said they can. <clears throat> why can they? Because
1: the Supreme Court wanted them to be able to, I guess. I just I don't understand.
0: Why, do you, why is it okay for you to lie to people? Because people believe it. I mean, <laughs> yes, they it, do. They find their favorite publication, and they believe every damn thing that's going on in that publication when it's very obvious they're being lied to.
1: For a while their people were t- taking freedom of press as if it was an absolute good in any situation. Yeah, which is not even close to true. But, yeah. They, you know, they thought that freedom of press, more is better, no matter what. And they went so far as to say that the press can lie and they can slander and they can do whatever they want and no right. one can stop them. And now, since those were all Supreme Court decisions, they're almost impossible to reverse. So the media has absolute freedom. Mm-hmm. So they abuse
0: that freedom because, of course, they do. Because that's what people do? Yep. Yeah, so basically if I'm allowed an opening where I can fudge things and screw around with things, uh, as a human being there's a 99% chance I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, How do they sleep at night? That's the question I have. How can you screw people over by lying to them, ruining their lives, ruining their careers, because you lied. How do you sleep at night knowing you did that?
1: I don't think... He care, they, they care. You think it's this situation? It's for the overall good, so I don't care what it did to them. Pretty much, it's either for the greater good or it's for my profit. Either one. Well, yeah, that's true. Is better than
0: anyone else. But it's also a situation where it's like I, I just don't really understand how it is that you can you can look at these things and just say because i believe it it's the right thing and therefore i will destroy other people if they don't believe it because that's basically what they're telling themselves
1: officer dave agrees oh did he, is he calling in he texted in
0: we, what do you mean texted?
1: we can't take calls yet why not because we basically need a new tablet in order to do that well, why don't we get one? this thing just it doesn't plug into the board the phone we've tried I don't well, know, why, why don't, don't we just
0: get a new tablet?
1: I have one, but I don't. I can't find it, so we might have to. What seat. do you mean you can't find your tablet? Well, half our stuff is crammed in boxes in our garage. Oh, cause, that's
0: right, because you're redoing the house. Yeah, you know, we don't have
1: anywhere that. to put any of it, unfortunately. <clears throat> one day. One day you'll but get yeah, it all may, figured may, it out. Maybe I'll order a tablet, and then because uh, as soon as that gets in, I should be able to just buy another one of these. Plug it into the tablet, and then we'll be good to go. Okay, we'll get that taken care of. That'll be a really, really good yeah, thing. we can't use this phone because it's been destroyed by telemarketer. I can't believe there's nothing you can do about
0: that. What, telemarketers? Yeah. I really cannot believe that people are allowed to use your local area codes uh, to try to screw you out of money or try to, yeah. you know, shove something down your throat. Why do they let them do that? That'd be something I'd vote for, <clears throat> stricter telemarketing laws. Yeah, So why do they allow these telemarketers just to run roughshod over all the people? Why do they do it? Great question. I just don't understand. I really don't get it anymore why the government lets people do the things they let them do. I don't understand at all. Uh, you know, it, yeah, whatever. It's just, Jesus. Uh, what the hell is What? <clears throat> After a three-year fight, St. Paul City Council approves Red Herringbone Driveway.
1: Hmm.
0: What? You're fighting over a driveway now. Where is the driveway? There's an older guy, Ray Meyer, apparently stands astride the stamped concrete driveway and the standard uh, poured concrete driveway at his St. Paul home on Monday, April 23rd. Meyer has been in conflict with the St. Paul Heritage Preservation Commission over the driveway for several years. Kicked out of a Heritage Preservation Commission meeting in 2017, a Portland Avenue homeowner finally has won the city's permission to replace the driveway outside his 1890s duplex. A favorable 6 to nothing vote from the St. Paul City Council last week marks a complete turnaround for Ray Meyer, whose long battle galvanized critics of the city's gatekeepers as they sought to expand their authority over historic property improvements. Meyer, who won awards for restoring his home and with historic precision, had long planned to replace the broken driveway with a herringbone pattern of a stamped concrete, roughly evocative of red brick. He was halfway through the $60,000 project when the Preservation Commission halted work on the final 90 feet to the sidewalk. The panel voted 11 to nothing to block the project in November 2017 and had Meyer taken out of their meeting room for arguing. Well, how old is this guy? It looks like he's about... 80 years old, you're kicking an 80-year-old guy out of your meetings? Mm. That's a little harsh, don't you think? Commissioner to city staff noted at the time that stamped concrete was uncharacteristic of the historic uh, Hill Heritage Preservation District would create a false sense of history. Are you kidding me? A driveway is going to create a false sense of history. Well, this is HOA's all right. God. Well, this is the city. Well, <clears throat> basically an HOA. Ah, that's true. Uh, it's frowned upon under historic preservation standards laid out by the U.S. Secretary of the Interior. The coloring also was uh, was, ra- was raised as an issue. Okay, Meyer found evidence in his own backyard as well as more than a dozen neighborhood homes that there was a precedent for brick driveways. He also won the support of the Ramsey Hill Association and five neighbors, but the commission was unmoved. Uh, Meyer's appeal to the city council was repeatedly delayed in part by his decision to switch attorneys. His supporters noted the Heritage Preservation Commission has no explicit authority over driveways. The color and pattern of that flat concrete services are not anything that the HPC uh, ordinance allows the HPC to dictate. Attorney Brian Alton wrote in Myers' defense in an April 13th letter to Council. So we're tying up our, our city government over allowing a guy to put uh, a stamped red brick driveway in. This is what we're spending the people's money on. Yep. Is that right? Matters a whole lot, apparently. I just, I don't really understand why we, (laughs) could you just do your job for now? It's a driveway. Could you just calm down? Is that at all possible? Do you think? So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you with all this stuff. Uh, Man, story after story about the COVID virus. So I don't know. We shall see. Trump says he's close to a deal with Congress on virus aid. Trump releases standards for reopening. Here's how. Oh, here's how Minnesota stacks up. I want to. See, now this ought to be interesting. How Minnesota stand, stand, uh, stands as far as opening is concerned. Minnesota isn't ready to reopen yet, according to new coronavirus standards released Thursday by the White House. Which uh, you know that does. come. <laughs> Boy, pop up ads on these news sites now. <clears throat> That's the other thing. Yep. Our cases are still rising and our testing is nowhere near robust enough, according to state data and statements by public officials compared to the new guidelines. President Donald Trump appeared to undermine his own standards Friday morning when he tweeted Liberate Minnesota, a reference to a protest scheduled for Friday afternoon outside the governor's residence in St. Paul calling on Governor Tim Walz to end the current stay at home order now. Trump sent out similar to it. See, that's one thing I will tell you about Donald Trump I really don't understand is why he has to stir the pot. I don't, you know, like I said, he is a New Yorker, and he acts a lot like a New Yorker, and Minnesotans don't like that in general. They don't like the way that, that New Yorkers yeah. act. Uh, so I know he's got a problem there. But, I mean, this is a national problem. Donald Trump loves to run his mouth. He's a New York guy. He's a billionaire. His dad was a very wealthy man. So I suppose he could be a spoiled brat as well. But that's a big part of his, his whole life is talking big. That's what he's always done, you know? So I don't know what to tell you this the whole situation. Could it be any better? Yes, it could be a lot better, but everybody would it'd be nice if they just calmed down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just everybody calm down, everybody take a breath, it'll be fine, don't worry about a thing. Uh Tre- president's tweets aside, let's break down the new guidelines and where Minnesota stands because this is the part that I wanted to know. <clears throat> excuse me, uh right, getting back into town by the way i'm I'm getting a little bit of oh no, not a little bit quite a bit of a uh an allergic reaction to the change in you know flora and all that, so excuse me for clearing my throat on a consistent basis but it it's nailing me hopefully it'll be done in about a week or so that'd be great. President's tweets aside, let's break down the new guidelines and where Minnesota stands. The standards follow similar thinking to those uh, stated Thursday by Walls and six other governors who formed a pact of mostly Midwestern states to coordinate easing restrictions from Minnesota to Kentucky. So, I don't know. Do you, Uh, symptoms must fall. That's the number one thing. Here's what the standards state. Downward trajectory of influenza-like illnesses reported within a 14-day period and downward trajectory of COVID-like syndromic cases reported within a 14-day period as well. We certainly fail the first uh, at the moment, and both are needed. Here's why. Start with the first flu-like illness. Since both the coronavirus and the flu cause respiratory ailments with similar symptoms, influenza, and surveillance data, a hallmark of all public health systems is potentially a decent proxy for the prevalence of SARS-CoV-2. Uh, what's COV-2? What is that? COV-2? Oh, COV-2 is the, the virus that causes COVID-19. I see. Oh. We've got to take a break here. We'll be back with the family.